Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurman Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're on Masachat Shabbat Daf Samach Amur Aleph, looking at the second Mishnah, and this the sixth parak. And as promised, now we're going to see those items that men should not wear uh, in public on Shabbat because they may take them off. Uh, and the first one is kind of odd. Literally, a nail-studded sandal. In addition, he should not wear a single shoe at any point that he does not have a wound on his foot. We'll see which one he would wear it on. And the rest of the Mishnah is all items that we will deal with in the next podcast. Sandalim Sumar Maitama, what's the reason for the, the uh, sandal, the, stu- the nail-studded sandal? Mishmuel Shalf Shalafi Hashmad, it should be in the proper read. There was a time of Shmad, People were hiding in a cave. It's a story. There's three versions of the story. They were hiding in there. Anybody can come in. Nobody can leave. One of their their sandal turned upside down. They thought somebody had left. And they thought that the enemies probably had seen the guy leaving. And the enemies are coming. And they panicked. They all ran against each other. And they all killed each other with their nails and their shoes more than the enemies uh, killed them. Rabbi has a different story. They were in a cave. They heard a voice above the cave or a sound. They thought the enemies were coming. Same end. Rabbi Cheskel had a different story. They were sitting in a shul. They heard a sound from behind the shul. Either way, among these three stories, what they have in common is these people were wearing these shoes that were dangerous, and because of the panic, they ended up killing each other with their shoes more than their enemies could have killed them. So, they made a decree. A person shouldn't wear these kind of shoes. Now, you should never be able to wear them. Why on Shabbat? So the answer is, the story happened on a Shabbat. So, so they should be mutar and yom tov, it's not the same as Shabbat. Alamatanan, why do we have the Mishnah in, uh, Beitzah? You're allowed to send, um, uh, clothes, whether they're stitched or not, on Shabbat to each other, but not a sandalim sumar, velominal shenon tafur, or a shoe that's not been, not been sewn. So, therefore, you see that you're not allowed to use it on Yom Tov. So the answer is, because on Shabbat, people gather. So Yom Tov, in other words, they didn't just make the Gzera on Shabbat, they made the Gzera on any day where people gather. So if that's the case, on a Tani Tzibur, people gather, Leitzar, it should be Yasser, and we know it's not. So the answer is, Yisura. The 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 uh, story original story happened at a time that people were gathered together on a day where there's Isser malacha. On a there's no Isser malacha. There's a little bit of background here. There was a gzera made against transporting mechatat on a boat because of a story that happened when it was on a boat. Uh, that was on the Ardain, and it turned out that there was a piece of a mate there, and it was Matame, and they didn't know it was a very bad thing. Chirim Akiva limited the Gzeira, and he said, So it wasn't just carrying Mechatat over water, it was Dafka on a boat, and it was Dafka in the Ardain, and it was Dafka exactly like the way that it played out. So that means he thinks Gzeirot are very limited. Maybe you could only, you only, uh, pro- prohibited from wearing these kind of sandals on Shabbat Parshat Vayishlach, who knows? 
So the answer is Hanimili Yardain to Shani Narot. That's because the Yardain is topographically different than general than most rivers. That's why the Yardain is never called a Nahar; it's just called the Yardain. But Shabbat are functionally the same for our purposes. The only difference is is the Mishnah Megillah and the first parak states. Okay, I'm going to go Shmuel. We're still talking about the sandal hamesumar loshanu elo lachazek. That's only if the, ne- the nails are put in to strengthen the shoe. Avalanoi mutar. If they were put in just for decoration, it's okay. Vachamalanoi. How many do they typically have that we would allow? Rabbi Yochanan Mar Chamesh bezevach chamesh bezevach five on each shoe. Chanina Mar Shev bezevach shev bezevach. Chanina says seven on each shoe. Rabbi Yochanan the Rav Shimon Bar Abbas. Rabbi Yochanan told his student. Asperalach. I'll tell, explain both positions. The DD, I hold there's two on each side of the shoe and one on the strap. There's three on each side and one on the strap. So, may watch this challenge. Sandal hanotet. If you have a sandal that's uneven. Oselo sheva. You can put seven nails in. Diverabinata. Rabbi Matirbis Tosu Rabbi says you can have even 13. So now, Bishlam Rachanina. Now the Amoraim. Rachanina said seven. Who Damar Kavinatan? He's saying Kavinatan. Rabbi Yochanan, Damar Kavinatan. Rabbi Yochanan said only five. Who's he following here? Because it's either seven or thirteen. Why is he so limiting it so much? The answer is Who Damar Kavinorai. There is another Tana. Kavinorai Omer Chamesh Mutar Sheva Asur. Five is Mutar. Seven is Asur. Amada Ifer Rabbi Yochanan. So Atun Tamidi Rabbi Yochanan. Your students are Rabbi Yochanan. Avinu Rabbi Yochanan. You do the Rabbi Yochanan. Limit yourself to five. I don't have to come to We'll do seven. Vamina of Hunam Ravashi. So he asked him, Chamesh Mahu. What about five? Marlo, Afilu Shavu Mutar. Even seventh Mutar. Like Rabbi Yochanan. Like Rabbi Chanina. Teshamai. What about nine? Marlo, Afilu Shmon Asur. Even eight is Asur. Meaning seven is it. Exactly Rabbi Chanina. Vamina of Hu Ratzanna Mi Rabbi Ami. So a shoemaker asked Rabbi Ami, Tfarom Bifrim Mahu. What if you stitch the shoe on the inside? Then can you have a different amount of, of nails? Mutar, that's okay. I don't know why. Rashi, the Marmaitama, don't you know? Came on the top from Bifrim. Once you've stitched on the inside, how about the Minal? It's a shoe, not a sandal. The sandal goes Rabbanon. The Minal goes Rabbanon. The Gazero is only about a sandal, not about an Minal, so there's no issue here. Again, this whole, this whole Easter is just as a commemoration for one terrible event that happened one of three ways. Rabbi Abba asked Rabbi Abba, essentially, What if you took the nails, and instead of having the nails protrude, like jutting out, you bent them over? That's fine. Let's say you put nails along the whole thing, so that you don't, the, the, the dirt doesn't get to the shoe. So you have like studs that you're standing on. Tiny kavatayr of sheishet lo yitzay have a bright that supports it. Let's say you mean not sandal musumar v'lo yitayom bit l'bayit l'bayit. You can't walk from place to place. From mitah mitah, even within a house, from one place to a place. Metaltsin otol lechasot boet akli. It's not moksi. You could carry it to cover something up. The smoke will carry mitah or to prop up a bed. For those of Shimon Oser, he says it's Oser. Nashru rab masmerotav. If most of the nails fell out, mishtarbo abarav chamishai, and only four or five are left, mutar. Well, that statement itself is problematic. Reb Matirat Shivan. Rebbe says even if seven are there, it's mutar. Let's say you put leather on the bottom, the kavala masferot milamal, and put nails on top, mutar. If the nails are on top, it's okay. Asa okamin klavos, that's the one we're asking about. Okamin tas, okamin yatayt. If you made it like a plate or like a peg, 
or shechivel kulav masmerot kadesh lo tekar kochato, or you covered it all with nails so that the dirt couldn't eat it up. Mutar. Okay, so that supports obsession. Now, hagufakasha. There's an internal contradiction. Amar now shurav masmerotav. We said if most of them came out, it's mutar. By two, even if there's a lot, if you have 30 there and 16 fell out, you got 14. Then it said four or five are mutar, but not, not more. If the nails got kind of sliced down so that they're, they're soft and they're, they're not sharp at the bottom, you could even have a lot of them as long as the majority are out. But as pulled out, then the ones that are there you could see very clearly, therefore you have to be down to four or five. Okay, Arba Chamesh Mutar. We said four or five Mutar. Ashta Chamesh Shari Arba Mibayas of five Mutar. Why mention four? Amrachista Arba Min Sandal Katar Chamesh Min Sandal Gadol. Depends if it's a big shoe, sandal, or a little sandal. A big sandal, uh, you could have for five. A little one has to be only four. Now we said Rebbe Matir Shiv Sheva. In the Brighter, we said Rebbe allows till seven. I Ratan Rebbe Matir Shlosh We have a bright. Well, in our Brighter, we saw earlier Rebbe says until thirteen. The answer is No Tashani. This is different. This is a shoe that's uneven, and, you're a- and the other one was uneven, so Rebbe said you could put up to 13 to fix it. Here, it was originally a shoe and fell out, has to fall out so that there, it was a proper shoe, and the nails were there as part of the design. It has to be seven or less to be mutar. Hashtati l'achi. Once you're going to answer that way, there will be or Yochanan, who had a problem before when he said five, and then we had seven or thirteen as the two options. So Nota Shani, he could say, with Nota, I could allow it to thirteen, but L'Chathchila, as a design, has to be five. So Rabbi Yochanan has an easier answer now. Amrav Matna, Amrav Achtavoy, Amrav Matna. Some way Rav Matna said this ain't halacha korbalos of Shimon. We do not rule like korbalos of Shimon, and we say that the shoe is not muktzah. Pshita Yachid Rav Malacha Grab. Obviously, it's Chacham versus Rav Elazar Rav Shimon. What's Yachid Rabin? So Ma'aretem is Tavra Tamid Rav Elazar Rav Shimon. Maybe because his reason is compelling, because there's no use on Shabbos Muktza. Kamash Malan that we were like Chacham and it's Muter. Mechia Elav the Karul Libavloi Shari Sura. Mechia said, "Here I am in Eretz Yisrael. I'm from Bavel. If they wouldn't call me, oh, that Babylonian who's Mater Isurim, Sharina Beituva, I would be Mater lots of nails. I'd say lots of nails are okay." They said, Rabbi Chia would allow 24. The Sura, they said, he'd allow 22. How can you remember this? On the way from Pumadita to Sura, he lost two nails. Okay, cute. Then we said, The Mishnah said, he can't wear a single shoe if he doesn't have a wound. Implying, Hayesh Paraglomaka, Nafik, if you do have a wound, you're allowed to wear a single shoe. Which one do you wear the shoe on? The one that has the wound. You see that a sandal is there to help alleviate discomfort. The one that is healthy. It's there for pleasure or comfort. When you see one with a shoe and the other foot's got a wound, the wound tells you all you need to know. Rav Yochanan also agrees that you have to put it on the one that is that is not well, that is wounded. How do we know that? Rav Yochanan told his Talmud, Give me my shoes. He gave him his right one first. Evidently, Rav Yochanan won the left one first. We'll see about that in a minute. Amar asito you're treating it as if I have a makah, which means I'm not going to wear the left one, only the right one. 
which means that Rabbi Yochanan would hold, if I only was supposed to wear one shoe, I'd wear it on the one that was wounded. Maybe not. If it doesn't like Chiyah Barav's funeral, maybe it was like Chiyah Barav, that you put it on the healthy one. By giving me the right one, you're making the left one as if it's wounded. Okay. In any case, Rabbi Yochanan clearly felt that you should put on the left shoe first, and that's why he was surprised by this. Rabbi Yochanan was uh, following his own approach. Rabbi Yochanan, alin. Just like we do with tefillin, that's what we do with shoes, because we tie them both. Ma tefillin small, just like tefillin go on the left. Afmin alin small, shoes start on the left. So maybe we have a challenge, when you put on your shoes, put on your right, then your left. We'll see more about that in a minute. So Yosef said, okay, we've got a bright that says right first. Yochanan's very big rabbi says, left first. So you could do either way, you're fine. So Rabbi said, maybe, wait a second, maybe Rabbi Yochanan never heard the bright though. Maybe he would have changed his mind and said right first. On the other end, he might say, we don't rule like that, Brighto, which means we need to work a little bit on reconciling this. Yitzchak says, a guy who's Yerei Shemayim fulfills both opinions, based on the Pasuk in Kohelet. What does he do? He puts on his right shoe and doesn't tie it. Same in a small He puts on his left shoe. He puts on the right shoe first, like the Brighto. Then he puts on the left shoe and ties it like Rabbi Yochanan, meaning left first. Then he ties the right shoe. I saw that Rav Kana doesn't care what shoe he puts on first, what he ties first. Not Makbid on this. This is the bright that we saw earlier. First you put on your right shoe, then your left shoe. When you take them off, take off your left, then your right. When you bathe, first wash your right hand, then wash your left hand. When you anoint oil, put it on your right hand, then your right left hand. If you're going to anoint your whole body, start with your head. Because the head is the king of all of your limbs of your body. Okay, we'll stop at this point. We'll pick it up with the second half of our analysis of the Mishnah. We'll go back to the Mishnah and see the items listed at the end. That's your analysis of it. In the meantime, you should have a wonderful day.